Welcome to It Just Means Less, where we talk all things SEC sports. Here are your hosts, Wells Perrigan and Jacob Holman. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the It Just Means Less podcast. I'm your host, Wells Perrigan, here with my co-host, Jacob Holman. How are you, Jacob? I'm good, man. How are you? Um, maybe not as good as you are after last night's performance, but you know we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, you know there was some groundbreaking stuff happening over the last few weeks. Uh, um, Jacob actually had a better week and surpassed me in the overall him. overall season rankings. Um, I went eight and five last week. Jacob with ten and three. Um, that brings the overall season results to twenty eight and fourteen. Um, and for me and Jacob at night uh, twenty nine and thirteen. Jacob, congratulations. Thank you. Um, it won't last long, but I got to got to we're here. We're here. So we got to got to celebrate the moment. Got to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know you're really excited about last week. So tell me what outside the Iron Ball last night. What was your favorite thing about last week or something that stood out? Um, what well, is my favorite thing? But I was really uh, I was really impressed with Tennessee uh, mm-hmm. against, uh, against us. Um, I hadn't I hadn't watched. um I hadn't really watched Tennessee at all, but their defense is just – it's so – I mean, they're just up on you in a hurry. Like, I mean, they just like they're – they never leave you. So, um, they're just kind of always sticking to you. And another thing that I, um, that really stuck out to me is, man, Arkansas's down – they're just like – they're just falling off, man. Uh, I know – Last night they had a really bad loss against Ole Miss. I think it I think they lost by like twenty six. So yeah, it was a blowout. Yeah, and then the the or their Wednesday game or their Tuesday or Wednesday game or no Saturday game. Sorry, was against South Carolina. And they lost that one too. So mm-hmm. uh, just kind of where people expected them to be. They're probably the complete opposite. Yeah, speaking of South Carolina, I mean, if you'd have told South Carolina fans to start the year that during this little week that they went to Bud Walton, um, I think they won by nine or ten. Do you, is that is that right? It was it was nine. Is that what they won by? It may, they may have been may have been double digits. Hold on. Or it was they won by the Saturday the twentieth. Uh, they won yes a seventy seven sixty four. So they thirteen point win versus at at Bud Walton, and then you turn around on Tuesday night and you beat. Kentucky by seven, 17, I mean, they got to be ecstatic. Like, so I think South Carolina has now pushed up into um, maybe one of the top-tier teams right now. I mean, well, they're pro- might, probably going to go one-on-one this week. Um, we have a spoiler alert for later. But I think Lamont Paris is definitely going to be coach of the year um, talks if this continues. Yeah, and, you know, right now, if the tournament – if the SEC tournament were to start today, Kentucky – I mean, South Carolina would be the four seed since they hold yeah. the title over Kentucky. So hit the double bye, which is huge in the SEC tournament. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think South Carolina's on the rise too. So that's kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it wasn't just Messi Johnson the other night either. It was the whole team. They were clicking, you know, earlier we had talked about two weeks ago when I think when they lost to UGA at home, um, we were talking about, you know, Messi Johnson didn't play the well. So the rest of the team didn't play as well. Messi Johnson had a really good night the other night, but he was not alone. So I think they're coming a more well-rounded team than they have been in the past. Yeah, Jacoby Jacoby uh Jacoby Wright had a really good game for them. Mm-hmm. Uh and BJ Mack, of course. So yeah. I mean, it it'd be scary to think, you know, Gigi Jackson that they had last year. Um technically should have been a college freshman this year. Probably wouldn't end up at South Carolina if that had happened, because I think the reason he was at South Carolina is because North Carolina didn't have a spot for him when he reclassified. But if you had a Gigi Jackson this team, that they could be they could they could be really scary come tournament time. Yeah. No doubt. All right, Jacob. I know we're dying to get to it. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about last night. Um, both of us were in attendance. Um, you know, hats off to Coleman. Uh, outside of the lights, they had a really good atmosphere. Um, early during the light show, both fans were going back and forth between the 
I won't say what Alabama fans are chanting, but um, the let's go Auburn and the <laughs> Alabama chants, Jacob. So give me your overall thoughts on the game last night. Um, Well, you know, <laughs> very uh, kind of embarrassed by the lights. Not going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you, you know, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened there, but um, yeah, just you know, y'all got out to an early lead. Um, it was, I think it was, I know at one time it was twelve four, and then uh, Stevenson had the the wide open dunk down the lane. I kind of think that kind of got us going a little bit. Um, started hitting some shots, and then went went into the half up fourteen. I think it was right. Um, I think it was forty four thirty. Yeah. Yep. So, um, but. I think I knew and I expected fully an Auburn run to come out of the half. Uh, I mean, it's just kind of like a – it's not an iron ball if it's if it's not that way. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, Auburn, I think they came out, was it 9-0? Was it 9-0 run? Because I know, I know at least it was 9. I know it was at least cut down to 5 at one point. Yeah, I, I think it was 9. I, well, yeah, I think it was four. I think it was 44-40 at one point. Okay, so it could have been 10. Okay. Yeah. So, you know – he just and then that's when you kind of like okay, all right, we're back to kind of how it should be, and then you know just back to back. Then when when Donaldson had to steal, Trey Donaldson, right? This is his name, right? Yeah, yeah. You know he had to, like, he had to steal. Was did he dunk it? Wasn't it a dunk, wide open dunk to take? Yeah, the, it was. It was. It, he he uh, grazed the rim, but it was a yeah, it was a dunk. Well, to take the lead and then um, just kind of kind of what you expected, you know, just. Everybody, you know, we come back down, take the lead, I think. You know, everybody just gets loud. Then y'all come back, score buckets. So it's just back and forth. Um, but was really nervous at the end with the free throws. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I texted you during the game um, that I really wouldn't have been o- upset if y'all would have made – or if Baker Mazzaro would have made that last free throw just to give us a chance with the ball. Yeah, y'all would have had last shot. And last shot, it just turned it over, yeah. And then, you know, just because, you know, free throws are – they, they're they're free as everybody says, but probably some of the hardest shots to make during a game. So especially mm-hmm. at crunch time. So, um, but you know, of course, I was excited to see us get the win. But I mean, what do you, what did you think about it? Um, you know, if you'd have told me last uh, going into halftime, you know, down fourteen, that if we'd have had a chance to tie it, like a free throw with thirty seconds to go, and we end up losing my four anyways, I'd have took that. Because my motto going into halftime was, I expected Bama to shoot lights out. I mean, Riley Griffin came off the bench and went prime Ray Allen. I think he went, it was either four for four or made three straight, missed one, and then made another or four for five or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Sierra's a great player and all that. So I was I was really excited that we got the game back into, you know, the fight. You know, that's something you expected. Um. Because games like that are going to happen. Like as an Auburn fan, nobody expects Auburn. Nobody expects Alabama. I mean, you can see no. There's only power five, power six because it's basketball. Only power six team that's undefeated in conference play right now is North Carolina. Like, so you hate. I hate it happened when it did. Um, but I definitely am excited from the learning experience. I also think I'm excited for Neville. Um, just because the Iron Bowl of basketball has now gotten where like. Nervous excitement for both games. Um, definitely, if you're the road t- the road team, nervous and then you know excitement for the home team. Um, I will say though, and Jacob can vouch for me that I'm not just being like the losing Auburn fan last night. I was a little disappointed with how the game was called because in the first half it was more of like, hey, let's play through it. You know, it's a rivalry game; they're going to be scrappy, which you know that's fine if you're going to do that. That's f- I like that. But then I don't like coming into halftime and then you know then it's touch every touch thing as a call. 
Like, that's not fair to the players. They're going to get used. If you do the first half letting them play, they're going to get used to letting them play. And you get in the second half, and you're going to get a bunch of quick fouls right off the in the second half because they're not used to that. They're going to have to adjust, and it's, it throws folks off. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you on that. I think we were kind of talking about that during the game last night, just about how – I mean, it's a complete opposite in the second half. Or mm-hmm. I think you can say the last minute of the first half – and then going into the second half, it just kind of all changed to where everything was. I mean, it was touch, touch fouls, and instead of you know the physical contact that they were letting everybody mm. play through. So, um, yeah, I don't. I'll be honest with you. I don't know why didn't try to get it to four more than he did. I mean, he had twenty five and ten, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, oh no, I think he had twenty five and fourteen. Okay. Yeah, I knew I, think, he double, I didn't know the other number, but I mean, I, yeah. And here's the thing too: a lot of Auburn fans are like, "Stop taking threes," and I and I agree to an extent, but you're not going to tell your shooters to stop shooting. Right. You do tell your shooters that there was multiple times where we would have had a a one on two break or a two like two to Alabama defenders, one guy, and we'd pull up for the transition three. That's not the three you take when you're not shooting well. Right. But if you get in the set and you get the open three, take it. Like you know, I mean, and if it goes in, it goes in. Like I mean, that's just basketball. I mean. Shooters are going to sit out there, especially in college basketball. You're going to take 10 shots one night. You'll probably make 10 of them. The next night, you might make two. Right. And, it's, and you're not doing anything wrong other than that's just how the basket – just how it falls. Um, but, I mean, I think it was just – I mean, it was both like I, – I called it last week. I expected Bama to come out um, – well, I guess they didn't come out as hot as I thought they would, like in the first four. But yeah, Bama shot it well compared to Tennessee. Um, and You know, I do agree that we should have got the ball to four more. I also think Jalen Williams should have been in the paint more. Um, because if you got the stretch five, because Grant played the a five, a good bit, and then you got the four was was it Stevenson? Yeah, I think you got to have Jalen Williams going after the freshman. Oh yeah, he's not even eighteen yet. Like, I mean, I think you got to. I mean, in that teardrop shot, it's kind of Jalen's shot. You know, back him up, put your shoulder into him, turn around, let the little floater go in. That's that's a Jalen shot. And it just just didn't happen last night. He usually makes a couple threes a game at least, mm-hmm. and he didn't. I think he was zero for three last. Not of course, you know he made the um, the one that got waved off right there at the end. He banked that in, and he yeah. also I don't know if you saw that um, when which I'm going to say this real quick. Smart play by Nate Oates or the Bama basketball team when Auburn was down three with about thirty or no about fifteen seconds left to go, and you foul him before he even shot up. I think more players, more teams should do that because I guess you risk the inbound, like getting trapped on the inbound or the five-second call, but you basically guarantee that on that singular possession, it's not going to get to a tie game. Um, but what I was saying is when y'all fouled him, Jalen threw an underhand shot from where yeah. he got fouled at, yeah. and it went in, and he just like threw his hands up at the sky like, where has this been all night kind of thing? It was just that kind of night, Jacob. Yeah, but I'd say it's unfortunate for me, but it's not. Um mm-hmm. But I mean, I I fully expect when Alabama comes to Neville that uh that you'll get you know that get back a uh, what did they say yeah yeah you know? I I know what you're talking about um I'm I sure think, Je- I think um Janai Brown will say that for you when he got into it with a uh, wagyu the other night I think those words if you go back and watch that um yeah. Janai yeah. will fill that in for you yeah he definitely definitely <laughs> didn't shouldn't have done that but you know <laughs> change it now which I hate to say that but there's nothing you can do about it now so I was a little um. You know, this is just tic tac. Sears, I mean, I, I throwing the ball. Uh, I guess Chad, like, yeah, that was that's stupid. a that could have been a momentum changer. Really, it really could have. Like, you get over there and get you get your t- technical fouls. We make two shots. Then you go to there and turn the ball over, or, and it's a five possession. It's a five point play. And right. then it, I think at that point it was like an eight point game. I think Ben was up like seven or seven or eight at that point. And I mean, as a guy that's been in the pros, I mean, in the 
college playing a lot of basketball, you just got to let it go. Cause I didn't think it was outrageous. What Chad, no. I mean, it was, I mean, I think Chad honestly was just trying to stop the fast break with just put a little body shot, you know, nothing intentional, nothing like flagrant. And it just, I think the refs took a long time to call it, which goes back to the, what we were talking about earlier about like letting them play through it. And then in the second half, that had been a foul 60 feet from the basket. Yeah, this is one more thing. And before we get to the rest of the game, I know we're kind of a little pressed for time, kind of. Um, I wish we would both stop doing the the crane, the crimson crane. It, it's mm-hmm. it, at this point, it is so dumb. Like it was something I think what that started back in 2020 or was it 19? You know, I want, yeah, I think it was 2020. It might have been one. It might have been 2021. Well, whenever it started, you know, mm-hmm. did it then. After y'all came to Tuscaloosa and won, y'all did it. You know, as a mockery thing, sure, I get it. Not mad, but just wish it would kind of be done with now because it's been at least two or three years. So uh, just kind of tired of that. But yeah, all right. We kind of talked a little bit. So let's let's kind of jump to these power rankings pretty quickly. Um, I guess I'll start with what I call them our first tier. Um, we did um, 14, 14 through 10. Um, obviously Vanderbilt's been at 14, um, haven't won since. So we're going to keep them there. Same thing with Missouri. Missouri's been at 13 the whole year. Um, leave them there because they're 0 and 5, only playing one game last week. Um, then you got Arkansas at 12. I believe they're what 1 and 5 in conference play. Complete disappointment for Arkansas. I mean, that's just most people would have wanted them to be 1 and, to want to be 5 and 1, and they're 1 and 5. Um, then you got State. Um, you know, you had your good win against Tennessee, and the only other team you beat is Vanderbilt. Um, Chris Janpig is not looking too hot right now. Um, and you got a tough game of Auburn coming into town on um, Saturday. So we're going to have them in 11. And then we're going to give A&M, put A&M at 10. Um, they've got back to 500 in conference play, 3-3, three and three, after going, uh, they go 2-0 and this week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they beat LSU and I'm trying to think, who was the other one? Uh, it was. Was it, it wasn't Kentucky, was it? No. Was that last Saturday? Missouri. Missouri, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right. They played them on uh, Tuesday night. So that's our first tier with A&M at 10, State at 11, Arkansas at 12, Missouri at 13, Vanderbilt at 14. Yeah. Um, then going up to nine, we have Florida. Um, they're, I think, the first three and three team. Or- A&M, A&M's three and three. Yeah, but since did Florida and a and haven't played this year, right? I don't think so, no. Okay, but, you know, just think, think Florida's a little bit better. Um, like if – you know, if those two played, uh, probably give Florida the nod there. And then uh, LSU, another three and three team, um, went. They went one and one this week. Or no, right. or they oh, go. And two, oh, and two. They beat. They lost two A and M, and they lost at Georgia last night. Yeah, um, you know they've kind of been hot. Had some. Had a really good win against A and M at A and M to start it. Um, so probably give them the nod over. Florida, if those two played right now, um, and then at at seven we have Ole Miss. Um, Ole Miss did beat the breaks out of LSU, I think, at LSU. Um, no, LSU won that game. LSU did win that game. LSU, I thought Ole Miss won it. I think I think that's because I want to say they started two and zero in conference play, lost to Auburn, and then beat Ole Miss at home, and then they've lost the past last two. Because I think that's how they're three and three. Okay, I got you. Well, never mind. Disregard that. Um, LSU, LSU won that one. So, um, but since Ole Miss is just would give Ole Miss the nod over um, LSU, and then at six we have Georgia, um, four and four and two. Um, you know they're just playing really good basketball. Kind of like we talked about before, we might would give um, 
Mike White also in the run for coach of the year this year. So mm-hmm. that's kind of um, our second tier. And then um, at five, we have Kentucky. I guess they're kind of the start of tier two. Um, going up wise, at least uh, five, we got Kentucky four and two. Um, and then at four, we have South Carolina, who is ahead of them, ahead of Kentucky, just because they beat Kentucky head to head on Tuesday night. Um, and South Carolina is a really good team. I mean, their only two losses are to uh, Kentucky and Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. So they, I, mean, I think they're like 15 points away. Or no, no. South Carolina lost to us. Yes. I think South Carolina and Georgia because they beat Kentucky. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. So, you know, I think they're, I think they only lost that one by like seven at home. So they're, I mean, they're seven points away from being five and one. So uh, really good team at four. And then at three, we have Auburn um, had their first conference loss last night against uh, Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Um, just kind of all you need to know about that one. And then at Bama at two, um, five and one again, but giving them the nod over Auburn just because they have the head to head win. Yeah. And then I think we're going to make another tier. Um, I think me and Jacob both agree that Tennessee is playing the best ball in the conference right now. Um, Definitely think there's a, probably a difference between one and two, um, or between one and then two through five, I guess would be your next tier. I think um, Tennessee's by themselves right now. They're just complete. You got Vescovy, you got um, Connect. Connect, which I'm going to have a little rant about Connect real quick. I think he's probably the player of the year right now, but also like because he's scoring like 30 a game, but he's also shooting 30 shots a game. Yeah. Like he's not a he's not really efficient. He just scores in volumes, which yeah. I think if if he can get more consistency where he's scoring thirty five off twenty shots versus thirty shots, I think he definitely starts getting in the player of the year talks in my opinion. Is he your player of the year right now? Probably so, just because of how many he's averaged. Um, Who's it? You know, probably Sears. Sears, and then you know Jalen Williams would have had a good game last night. You know, fifteen points a game, maybe shot fifty percent from the field. I think he'd probably be my three, um, but. Right now, I'm going to drop him down to maybe five or six at this point. Yeah, I got you. Well, that's um, that's what we have for week four as the power rankings go. I'm um, going to kind of break it down again. <clears throat> tier one is Tennessee. I uh, just think they're the best team. And then tier two is Alabama, Auburn, South Carolina, Kentucky. Uh, tier three is Georgia, Ole Miss, LSU, Florida. And then tier four to round it out is A&M, Mississippi State, Arkansas, Missouri, and Vandy. Um, so now we're just going to – Getting to the pickums um, for this week, starting with Saturday, uh, January twenty seventh. The first, the first game um, is, or just want to do like Wells does every every week, um, and remind everybody that this, all the times are in God's time, also known as Central Time. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, uh, first game is Georgia, who is fourteen and five, four and two in conference play, uh, going to Gainesville versus Florida, who is thirteen and six, three and three in conference play. It's eleven a.m. tip on ESPN two. Uh, Wells, what do you have? Uh, you know, if this game was definitely at home, I think I would take Georgia. Um, but I'm still going to take Georgia on the road, though. I think Mike Mike White's going to get his team ready to play. Um, I don't think the the hate is as big as it is in football as it is in basketball. Would you agree with that? I mean, you talk about no, probably not. But I think this one will be a little bit different, just because Mike White was also the coach at Florida. That, that's a good point. Now, I guess this is his second year at Georgia. Is that right? Second year at Georgia. Um, I'm just gonna go off my gut. I'm gonna take Georgia to win on the road. 
I got you. Well, I'm going to go with Florida to win this one at home. Um, Mike White coming back to Gainesville. Uh, I don't know. I don't necessarily know how good of terms, you know, they left on. But um, I think Florida's going to come out and maybe stay hot after a win against Mississippi State. All right. And then the next game is Missouri, um, who is 8-11, 0-6 in conference play, going to uh, South Carolina, who is 16-3, 4-2 in conference play. Uh, it's a 12, 12 o'clock tip on the SEC network. Um, and I'm going to go with South Carolina to stay hot. Uh, Missouri is not too good. They also played like two weeks ago. So, and South Carolina won that one at Columbia. So, um, I think South Carolina gets the job done. Yeah, I'm no, I'm right there with you. Um, Missouri just not playing good ball. It's unfortunate because you know, they were a decent team last year, but South Carolina is going to run away with this one, in my opinion. All right, next we got number eight Auburn, uh, sixteen and three, five and one at Mississippi State. Um, Mississippi State is thirteen and six, two and four. Um, it's the two thirty p.m. SEC Network game. Um, I'm gonna take Auburn to get their bounce back win. Um, honestly, if Auburn would have won at Bama last night. I might have been thinking about taking state, um, just because it's when you go undefeated on the you're going to slip up at some point. Um, so, but I think Auburn's going to have a little bit of had a little wake up call last night, and um, I think I'm going to take the barn to win in the hump. But I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Do not think it's going to be a blowout. What about you, Jacob? Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Auburn too. Um, kind of have a get back game, uh, but I also have it being close. I don't think it's going to be. Um, I don't see it being a blowout by any means. Uh, Tolu, I'm, I'm excited to watch Tolu versus Janai, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that'll be a fun matchup to watch. And uh, Hubbard, Josh Hubbard, uh, him versus Aiden, that'll be fun. I so. think Auburn perspective, I think Dylan Carwell probably matches up against Tolu a little better than Janai does. Dylan's a little more thicker. Um, I think they're all about the same the same size, you know, 6'10", 6'11", somewhere through there. Um, I just don't think – you know, Janai's a good defender, but I think Dylan is gonna is gonna have a great game versus Tolu on uh Saturday. All right, next, um, we got number five, Tennessee, fourteen and four, one and four in SC play at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is five and thirteen, zero and five in SC play. It's a five PM SC network game. Um, any surprises here, Jacob? No, but I want you to go ahead and tell the people what you got. <laughs> no, the spreadsheet was a joke. I had Vandy by fifty on there but that was a complete lie um tennessee by 50 actually i got you yeah i, I don't think it's gonna be about 50 but i definitely think tennessee gets that one especially after having a whole week of rest so uh well, all, they, they both did mm-hmm. um it's gonna be a tennessee home game i really think so i yeah. think that tennessee fans are traveling from knoxville you know tennessee kind of dominates the state fan wise you got a little memphis you got a little vanderbilt that's about the rest of the state pretty much goes Tennessee. Um, so and Auburn took did a good job at taking over the seats of Vanderbilt. So I think and Bama did too. So I don't see no reason why Tennessee just doesn't, you know, if it's not a 60 40 Tennessee Vanderbilt fans. Yeah, I don't know. Memorial's got some weird voodoo, so that one would be fun to uh be fun to watch. So uh, the next one is number six, Kentucky, who is uh 14 and four. 14 and 4, 4 and 2 in conference play at Arkansas, who is 10 and 9, 1 and 5 in conference play. It's a 5 p.m. tip on ESPN. Um, I'm going to go with Kentucky to win this one on the road. Um, I just, I mean, I think if I don't really know, every, everybody seems to be going into Bud Walton and win this one. Um, so I think if everybody else can do it, I think Kentucky, of all people, can do it. So give me Kentucky to win that one. Yeah. 
I'm going to take Kentucky, too. I definitely think you could see some desperation from Arkansas. Like, hey, we got to start winning now. And if we don't start winning now, it's over. You know, we're, we're talking not even NIT bids. We're talking about what is that other tournament that you have to pay to enter? Do you know what I'm talking about? CBI. Like the CBI. We might see Arkansas in the CBI if they if it continues like it is. Maybe even fall out of that. Um, but I still think Kentucky's the better team. Um, you know, Bud Walton could get loud. Maybe could rattle the Kentucky freshman. But just the way the season's going, I think it's, Kentucky's going to win this game. I can see it too at night, you know, mm-hmm. but um, only so much that Walmart can do. So uh, the last or the next game on Saturday night is LSU, who's 11 and 8, 3 and 3 in conference play, coming to Tuscaloosa to play Alabama, who is 13 and 6, 5 and 1 in conference play, uh, 7 p.m. tip on ESPN. What do you got? Take, take Bama. Bama. I think um, that it, it, I don't think Bama's really going to have a letdown game. Um, I hope – I really, and this is, you know, I'm, I'm a barner, but I'm Coleman needs to be packed. 5 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon, 7 p.m. on a Saturday at, or not, Saturday night. I know it holds, what, 16,000, 17,000? Almost, almost 15. Almost 15. There should at least be 13,000 in that arena. Bama yeah. just – after beating Auburn, um, you know, in LSU, before Will Wade left, they had a lot of good rivalry going out of um, Will, um So, but I'm going to take the Tide. I think the Tide are going to win. Yeah, I'm going to go with Bama. Um, I think LSU uh, might come out the gates hot, um, maybe get us a little rattled a little bit, just coming off of a game like we just can't, you know, just maybe a little let down at the beginning, coming off a high, then uh, maybe come back down to earth and then play a little Bama basketball. So I'm going to go with Bama to win this one, but I think it, I think it'll be close early. All right, so next we got – Last game on Saturday night, um, Ole Miss and Chris Beard, um, who are 16-3, and 3-3 three, three in conference play, will go to A&M to face Bud Williams and the Aggies. Um, A&M is 12-7, and 3-3 um, three and three in conference play, back to 500. It's a 730 SEC Network game. What do you got, Jacob? Um, I'm going to go with Ole Miss to win on the road. Um, I, I have – well, I don't know. I think, actually, actually, I'm gonna go with A&M to win at home. Mm-hmm. Um, or I had Chris Beard uh, as my preseason coach of the year, um, but I think I'm just gonna have to go with A&M at home. Um, they, that it's hard to win there. It really, is. it's hard to win there when you're on the road. So, um, I think that's kind of been the theme of all year. It's hard to, it's hard to win on the road in the SEC. So. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, with A&M to win this one. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think this was definitely the hardest game to pick of the week. Um, I think A&M. It's hard because A&M doesn't isn't gonna. If this game gets above 70 points, I think it's probably Ole Miss's game. But um, A&M's gonna try and suffocate. Buzz Williams is gonna be halfway on the court guarding Allen Flanagan. Um, but I thought Flan has struggled. I just said from an Auburn perspective in um. I can't even think what they call the arena now. It's um, is it Reed? It's Reed Arena, yeah. Yeah, Reed Arena. Um, and I don't have much reason. Just I think Buzz Williams' defense is gonna be able to shut down that Ole Miss offense. Yeah, is I mean Ole Miss or, or A and M? Sorry, they always play seemingly really good defense. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, that was the last game on Saturday. So now we go to Tuesday, January thirtieth. Reminder that the AP poll will be out by this point. Um, rankings will change. Auburn will not be number eight. And Bama will probably be ranked. Kentucky will slip. Tennessee might go higher. But South Carolina, 16-3, and 4-2 in conference play, will be at number five, Tennessee. Um, Tennessee will be, is 14-4, and 4-1. Four, four and it's the 5.30 p.m. SEC Network game. 
And I think I'm going to take Tennessee to win. Um, being at home, me and Jacob both had them in their own little tier when we did our power rankings, and I just I just think they're the better team, and they'll be ready to play, Jacob. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with Tennessee, too. Um, I just – South Carolina's playing really good ball, but Tennessee, like you said, we have as in their own tier in the SEC. So um, I think Tennessee wins this one um, by a good bit. And the next game, or the next game on Tuesday, um, is Mississippi State, who is thirteen and six, uh, two and four in conference play, going to Ole Miss, who is sixteen and three, uh, three and three in conference play. We'll both have them coming off a loss. Um, the EBOB Egg Bowl of Basketball. Uh, who do you got? I don't know. I mean, I really don't. Um, I really don't know if Ole Miss has the physicality to match up with Tolu down low. Um. But I kind of like the experience of Flan and the guards. Um, I think if this game was at the hump, I'd probably take State. With the game being um, at the Pavilion, I'm going to take Ole Miss, I think, Jacob. Yeah, me too. Um, I think Ole Miss is going to handle business at home. Uh, they've, they've won some really good games at home. I think they beat Memphis at the Pavilion. So, um, I think, you know, their students will be there ready to go. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with – Ole Miss to win that one. And then uh, jump into Wednesday. Uh, the first game on Wednesday is uh, Alabama, who <clears throat> will we have at 14 and 6, but who knows? Um, yeah. the, then going to Georgia, who uh, 14 and 5, 4 and 2 in conference play at 530 on SEC Network. Um, I'm going to go with Alabama to win this one on the road. Um, I think, um, I mean, Georgia's been playing really good. Uh, they had the they had Tennessee on the ropes at home and then gave up. Uh, Alabama necessarily hasn't had the most success in um, Athens that I can remember as a fan. So uh, I think it's going to be a tough win, but I think Alabama pulls it out like toward the end, maybe by five or seven, something like that. Yeah, I'm smelling trap game. I really am, Jacob. Um, you know, Bama, where have they, have they played on the road? They lost at Tennessee, Is that and they, and they beat State. At yeah. the state, right? Um, both well, Tennessee was a blowout, barely beat State at the hump. Um, UGA's playing really good. And I would I, re- I would feel a lot more confident with my UGA pick if Bama was turning around and playing like a Tennessee, Kentucky, or even an Auburn on Saturday. But I just got some hunch and I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it. I'm gonna take UGA to win this home game. The home game. Well, I hate you, so it's not, I mean I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Next, we got Florida, six or thirteen and six, three and three in conference play at number six Kentucky, um, fourteen six, uh, four and two in conference play, seven p.m. ESPN game, really close game when they played in Florida, but I don't see this one being close when they go to Kentucky. So I'm going to take Kentucky to win at home, Jacob. Yeah, uh, it is it is hard to win at Rupp. Uh so I'm going to go with Kentucky. I don't even necessarily see and see it being close. So I'm going to go with Kentucky to win this one at home. Mm-hmm. All right. Next we got Arkansas, um Battle of Terrible. Arkansas 10 and 9, 1 and 5 in conference play at Missouri. Missouri will be is 8 and 4, 0 and 6 in conference play. We both have them coming off a loss, so it's probably going to be 1 and 6 and 0 and 7 in conference play. Jacob, does Missouri get their first win here? Um no, I don't think. Um, I don't, man. I don't really have any any faith in Missouri. Um, I just, I just don't think. You know, they gave. You know, they kind of kept it close here early in the first half. Um, but man, I just don't. I don't see them getting it done. So I'm going to go with Arkansas. Yeah, and you know they played A and M close midweek. Um, 
I think it ended up being a 10-point, 7-10-point game. But, you know, I mean, it's a close game. But I just I just, I just, just don't see it with this Missouri team. Yeah, who are they without Kobe Brown, you know? Mm-hmm. Huntsville native, Alabama representing. All right, final game for this episode in this slate is Vanderbilt, 5-13. Um, and 0-5 is conference play. We haven't been 0-6 by this point. At number 8, Auburn. Auburn will be 16-3, and 5-1, and one, and we haven't beaten State, so hopefully 6-1. and one. It's an 8 p.m. ESPN2 game. Um, does Vandy get the upset? I took UGA. Do you take Vandy here? No, absolutely not. Uh, UGA will be at home, and Vandy will not be at home. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's hard to go to Auburn and win. Uh, just the atmosphere is crazy, and you can give props to yourself for that because you helped create it. So uh, I'm going to go with Auburn to win at home. Yeah, I'm going to take Auburn too. Um, I, I really don't even see this one being close, Jacob. I don't see Auburn struggling at all. Um, I, the, the way it could potentially be a struggle if we lose – Saturday and the team gets down in the dumps, um, potentially that could be like a turning two losses into three just because you slip up. You're not mindset. You're not as completely focused as you were. Um, but I just think Auburn's a lot better team than Vanderbilt. It being at home, um, away from Memorial and the Voodoo, and like you said, the Jungle, um, 8 p.m. on a Wednesday night. So classes will be well out. Sorority chapter and fraternity chapters will be over, and I expect the Jungle to be full. Yeah, I mean, I can see Vanderbilt having an early lead, like a two, three, nothing. But <laughs> okay, they might might win the tip or something like that. Yeah, something like that. But maybe uh maybe look cooler running out of the locker room or something like that. But yeah, it's kind of that's kind of all I got for them. Mm-hmm. All right, so A and M and LSU have midweek buys this week. Um, so they're only playing one game on our slate. Any final thoughts, Jacob? Before we close it out? No, I was gonna. I was kind of sitting here just thinking about that. I was like, do you want to kind of do a you know we're a third of the way. We're officially a third of the way through conference play, right now because we're just eighteen games and we're six of them through. You gotta. Do you have any? We can both update. I feel like our coaches of the year maybe award right now. Kind of uh, kind of recap yeah. the awards we have and just. I I can go. My, I think my at least player of the year and coach of the year. Maybe I can throw a freshman in the year out there. Um, I'm gonna take. Definitely, I'm gonna take Lamont Paris, coach of the year right now. I'm gonna take Connect. For player of the year. Freshman of the year is a little tougher. Um kind of still like my Josh Hubbard pick. Or not like what I said a few podcasts ago. I think I kinda like Josh Hubbard right now. Uh so I'm I agree with you on Lamont, but I'm i I'll say Georgia for the sake of it. Uh I'm Mike White, coach of the year. Uh I think Sears is gonna have a great rest of the season and I'm gonna have him winning the player of the year. And then uh freshman of the year, I guess I gotta go with Dillingham. Man, he is he's just he's playing he's playing lights out for Kentucky. So um I think he's right now I think he's the front runner for the uh freshman of the year. Which was my pick to start the year. Right. So um yeah. and look let me let me preference this. I if I had to vote, I'd vote Sears. Um just because, but I just think people are going to look at that 35 points a game. You know, he's not going to sustain that. But, you know, 25 points a game on a Tennessee team that's going to be five, top five in the country. And they're going to be like, yep, that's the guy. Um, I definitely think Sears is way more valuable to Alabama than Dalton Connect is. I think Sears scores at a more efficient pace. And I think he does a lot of the little stuff better than Connect does. But it's just it's just hard for me to look at the media and say they're not going to look at what Connect's doing. Just And even though he's shooting that much – and and go like that. 
Yeah, I, I I agree with you on Sears being more valuable. I think you kind of saw that last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously, obviously, Mark had his twenty one. You know, not discrediting that, but you know, when if he's you know a few times he turned the ball over or um, we had he wasn't necessarily creating all the shots. So um, I I think we have I think Bama has some guys that can step up, but you know, against Tennessee. Sears Sears didn't really have that great of a game in the I mean, he had some points toward the end of the game when you know it kind of didn't really matter. You already knew you, mm-hmm. were, you already knew you were beaten. But I mean it kind of showed against Tennessee that if he couldn't get going, then Alabama might not can get going. So he's always got to show up for them, in my opinion. So all right. that all we got? I think so, Jacob. That's it for episode four of season two. We appreciate you listening. We'll see you next week.